Welcome to Medicine Wisdom with Lena Franklin. Over the next hour, you are going to go through a journey of transformation and self-realization. Now, here is Lena. Hello, everybody. I'm Lena Franklin, a modern medicine woman, transpersonal psychotherapist, and founder of the East Institute. I am so excited for today's guest. We have Danielle Page, who is an intuitive astrologer, spiritual teacher. She is internationally recognized. And one of the things that I love most about Danielle is that she's a truth teller, man. She really embodies the light and truth in the face of such density here on our planet at this time. And I'm so excited to dive into today's show. It is all about the energetic forecast of 2023. And there's a lot of energy flying uh, both within and without. So here we are. Thank you, Danielle, for being with us. Uh, Thank you so much for having me. And thank you for that beautiful introduction. Beautiful. So, you know, a big part of the show, Medicine Wisdom, is about really highlighting world-renowned visionaries and thought leaders and to really allow your medicine to flow into the world. So I would love for you to share some about your story and, you know, what was the catalyst of your own spiritual awakening? Because of course, awakening is, is that process of cracking open the essence and the light of our souls so we can actually embody our soul's purpose. So what, what was that like for you? Oh my God. I'm glad you asked because I love speaking about this my journey of awakening, it was pretty wild. Um, I have, I, I obviously can't get into the whole thing because it's very long. Um, that's episode uh, one and two of Cosmic Body podcast, my podcast, but I will give you guys a brief here. So when I was 29, I was living in Boston. I was doing interior design and architecture. So that's my background. <clears throat> Excuse me. I have a master's in that. And while I always love design and love um, working with uh, moving energy and spaces. Again, I didn't know I was moving energy and spaces, but I was always doing that since I was little. Um, I was working at one of the top architecture firms, but there was something missing. There was something that just didn't feel right. And I kept saying, I need to help people. I need to help people. I don't know what that is, Um, but something inside of me wasn't fulfilled. I was working on blueprints all day, talking with engineers, working with the you know, HVAC systems. And I'm like, I don't know, this is, this is not it. Right. So, um, <laughs> that's when that was like the first nugget of truth coming through from my soul, but I didn't know it was that at the time. So, um, fast forward a little bit, I was turning 30 and I was living with my boyfriend at the time. And we decided to go to France and, you know, Paris specifically and celebrate my birthday. So we're there. He starts acting weird. I'm thinking, well, we didn't talk about getting engaged or um, anything, you know, but, you know, maybe he's going to surprise me. I don't know. Like, why is he acting so weird? And um, fast forward a little bit um, on my 30th birthday, we're at dinner and he dumps me on my birthday. So that happened. And um, that was really the catalyst for my awakening. So after that, we went back to Boston where I was living. I just knew that it was time for me to quit my job. And everyone, you know, at the firm was like, oh, where are you going? What other firm are you moving to? And I'm like, oh, I'm not going to another firm. And they could not wrap their head around it. I think this was 2009, I believe it was. 
um, they couldn't wrap their head around it. And um, they're like, what are you going to do? And I'm like, I have no idea. Okay. So that was kind of unheard of because I was a, a prestigious architecture firm. And um, I got this message at the time. I didn't really know it was a message. I was just listening to what felt right. And it was time to go back to California. That's where I was from. So I go back to California, move in with my parents who I haven't lived with since I was 18. We didn't have the most amazing relationship either. Um, so that was really hard for me. Um, but um, right when I moved in, you know, the economy just started tumbling even more. There were no design jobs. Everyone was getting laid off. So now I'm living at home and couldn't find a design job to save my life, right? Um, crying over my breakup. And then I start, <clears throat> excuse me, I apologize. And then I start having um, dreams that were so real that would take me about an hour in the morning to kind of zone out or snap out of it. And I would wake up crying or I'd wake up feeling so much emotion. And I'm like, wow, what was that? What happened? And I didn't know, but it was just, it kept happening over and over again. And then after that, I woke up one morning or in the middle of the night and I saw a spirit. And now I was not someone that grew up seeing spirits. So, you know, you hear a lot of mediums, they talk about it. They're like, oh yeah, I grew up, you know, seeing spirits since I was little. I did not. So that to me was very scary, not because the um, spirit was doing anything, but because I, you know, ha we have a fear, you know, we have a program, we watch all these scary movies with all these ghosts, you know, coming to attack us, right? And so I was scared. But after that, spirit started impressing into me, right? At the time, I didn't know I was communicating with spirit, but I was guided. And it was like, okay, don't be scared. If you're scared, you're going to bring in that energy. And I'm thinking like, well, how do I not be scared? Right. But it was just almost like these thoughts were coming through, but they weren't necessarily mine. And then um, they, they're like, you know, meditate, go meditate. And I'm like, what's meditation? Right. And so they guided me to meditation. They guided me to all these things. I ended up meeting someone that introduced me to astrology and my soul just picked it up. I was like, wow, that's amazing. I went home that night, studied, 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 read everything I could online, Googled everything about astrology until the sun literally came up and I was hook, line and sinker. And that was the start of my journey. It started with astrology. Now it's so much more about consciousness, energy, soul, truth, right? I mean, what is truth? That's a whole story in itself, right? Um, but it became this journey. So that was my 30s. My 30s were about me awakening, me coming back into my truth, me clearing the personas and the density. Because when we have an awakening, it's like doing an ayahuasca or any plant medicine ceremony. Okay, you could have the insight, but then how do you integrate it in it? So my 30s were integration of me clearing the density, clearing the limited beliefs, clearing the old Danielle, who for 30 years, that was the program of Danielle, right? So my 30s were very hard. I was also starting a business. But now here we are. It's been 14 years since my awakening. Long story short, too late. But um, that is how I got in it. And, you know, it's it's a pretty wild story. But with my journey, I can see that it wouldn't have happened any other way. Like they had to get my attention and they had to just pull out everything that was no longer in alignment and then set me on another path. Mm. So beautiful. Amazing. <laughs> like the image I'm getting is fire. Yeah. really needing this fiery awakening and diving into that density, really seeing, you know, where we're misaligned in order to begin to really embody our light mm -hmm. and who we actually are beyond the programming. And I want to dive a little bit deeper into that because it's such a big part of the work that we do here at the East Institute, you know, with plant medicine and you absolutely touched on the core of the power of integration you know, we can get the messages, we can mm -hmm. get the insights, whether it's from plant medicine or otherwise, 
but the integration piece and clearing the density is key, right? To really embody the power that exists within all of us. So how were you able to do that in your 30s when you were feeling all of that deconstruction and obviously becoming aware of the paradigms and the conditioning? What did that look like for you? Yeah, no, that's a beautiful question. I'm glad you asked that because people don't always see, they might see me now posting something or being on vacation, but what did it take to get here? And my thirties were, were, they were very rough. You know, I have a, this is like the perfect example of this. I have a friend, she's a yoga instructor and that's how we met because I started going Mm -hmm. to a yoga class in LA. That's where I had to move back to. And, um, it was like in the middle of the day, I was probably the only one that was, you know, didn't have a work schedule, like, you know, nine to five or whatever. And I would just show up. And at one point, you know, we, we never really talked. I would just come, I would cry, I would release and I would do my thing and I would leave. Mm-hmm. And at one point she was like, I can't keep teaching this class. Cause you're the only one that comes. And I'm like, no, please. You don't understand how much I love it. And she was like, I thought you didn't like it. Cause you never talked to me. And I'm like, no, I'm just going through so much. So we joke about this today. Cause we're still friends today. So that's, um, that just kind of gives you a glimpse into what it looked like. So it was very lonely. It was very confusing. It was, you know, I couldn't connect with my other friends anymore. I just didn't feel, and again, it's nothing against them. It was just me shifting frequencies and growing. And, you know, I was very sad about that at one time. I felt very lonely. And I remember spirit saying to me, you know, now to me where I'm at, this makes sense. And to a lot of people that are on the journey, this will make sense. But when I first heard this in like 2010, I didn't even understand what that meant. They're like, you're just changing frequency. So you're not aligned anymore. Right. Mm -hmm. Again, to me and to you, that might be very common sense. But when I first heard this, I'm like, what what do you mean? I'm changing frequencies. Right. So, (laughs) right. Yeah. I I didn't understand any of that. So spirit was my first teacher. I then, Mm -hmm. you know, went on to have other teachers who helped me and, and, um, healers to help me through my journey. But my thirties were very hard. Um, you know, I kind of went inward and that was my, my thing. And, I didn't know a community, you know, this was before, um, I mean, maybe Instagram was up, but like, I wasn't on Instagram. It was before everyone It was, you know, a life coach. And like, thank God we have that now where there's help for everyone. Right. I didn't mm-hmm. know that at the time, you know, I was living in LA and like, I went to these channeling sessions, um, which is not false. You know, I channel, you channel, but it never resonated with me. It was like at someone's house in Topanga, you know, that like, I, I just didn't resonate, you know, sometimes I can tell it wasn't truth and it was exaggeration. And I'm like, no, 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 this is not for me. Um, it just didn't feel aligned. So I didn't really have any mentors. So spirit was my first teacher and they're still my teacher to this day. So it was a lot of tears. It was a lot of pain. It was a lot of soul growth. It was, you know, I didn't know at the time, but I was shedding the density in my body to bring more light in so I could be at a higher frequency or a more uh, a frequency with more awareness, I can say. And so that's the work I do today is to help people clear their density and bring in more light because that's that's what we need to do at the end of the day. That's why we're here on this earth journey. Um, and yeah, you know, my thirties were extremely, extremely hard. So that's why my forties, mm-hmm. I'm loving life right now. Let me just say. <laughs> yeah, glow- glowing. Yeah. Thank, yeah. thank you for really speaking to that. Cause I think, yeah, like we can say something in this conversation that completely makes sense to you or to me, but part of what I feel called to do and like the teachers that I'm connected to and in this space is to meet people where they're at on their journey and to almost, um, like what I felt you did was normalize the confusion. Cause when we're disintegrating and those pieces of our ego are falling away, 
it's a really confusing time where you don't know what's up or down. You don't know who you are. It's like goes back to that, that old question that the mystics ask of who am I, which it sounds like you were really with that as you went inward and, and prioritized that inner space for yourself. So thank you for really highlighting that. Yeah, no, yeah. absolutely. And it, it was, it was very confusing um, very painful. And again, I'm not saying that every single person needs to go through this right. for the work that I'm here to do. And this is one of, you know, obviously I have my own personal reasons for incarnation of what I need to learn, but I'm also here to help the collective and the masses. And that was very clear since I had my awakening. Um, and yeah, I, I just, I'm glad we talked about that because it wasn't easy. And I think a lot of people are confused on the path and then they give up, but we just sometimes have to go through, right? The only way out is through. And I totally. literally went through, um, I want to just add this other thing because it's very interesting. When I first um, had my awakening, my third eye was like so open. It was wild. It, it The only way I could describe it was like Pandora's box that has been closed. And then all of a sudden just swung right open. So it, since then it has, you know, gone back down because it was so open that I would just see some at the grocery store and I would get a download on like what they were dealing with, you know, and it was, it was almost too much. And I would see stuff during the day and I would see all these um, spiders and all these like scary snakes, like literally with my third eye in front of me, uh, like a holograph holographic images um, just out, you know, in, in, in life. Right. So I was seeing into other dimensions and I remember asking, what is this about? What is this about? And they, it was, the best way I could describe it is I had to go through to get higher. And they're like, don't be scared. You're just moving through the dimensions. And I mean, that to me was a wild concept because, you know, I would see spiders in front of me, then they would disappear. Almost like if you think of Disney movie with a magic wand, and then it goes into little dots. Like I would see that. Right. Mm. And, um, you know, I could say I wasn't losing my mind, but you are losing your mind at the same time. <laughs> yes, that's right. That's Here right. we are. Here we are. <laughs> it reminds me that the scripture reminds me so much of my very first. So I um, can identify with the kind of fiery disintegration of um, just needing to move through the density. And, you know, in the first episode of Medicine Wisdom last week, I shared all about my personal journey of deconstruction. It's like fiery deconstruction of a marriage that looked beautiful on the outside, but was like spiritually and emotionally bankrupt on the inside. And so I, you know, went to Peru. My first medicine ceremony was with grandmother ayahuasca. And it was a complete, it was that it was, mm -hmm. you know, everything that, um, I needed to see to continue to, to, ignite the fear that needed to move up and out, like all of that density, all of that fear, all of that attachment to what people thought. So thank you for taking me back to that moment mm -hmm. of my own deconstruction mm -hmm. and just also like highlighting that our spiritual awakening isn't always comfortable. It's mm -hmm. like this, it's this, um, bringing to the surface, what is in our subconscious so we can continue to purge and release and embody a higher frequency, which yep. is why our soul is here. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. So I know astrology is a big part of your medicine. And before we go on break here in a, in a couple of minutes, um, I would love for you to share more about like your medicine. What is the medicine that moves through you? What is your soul's purpose? Yeah. So my soul's purpose in a nutshell is to help consciousness and humanity awaken. And they've showed me that can be done in any way that I want. One of the first gifts that um, I remembered of what I've done many lifetimes, uh, but 
you know, the fragments of my soul was astrology. So astrology, I like to say was my gateway drug <laughs> because it led me in. And the reason why they, I wouldn't say they kind of gave this to me or agreed to this was because I am very logical, you know, coming from an architectural background, you know, I grew up with an aerospace engineer father. So I am incredibly logical. And to me, astrology is, you know, I went from doing the floor plan of buildings and houses, and now I'm looking at the floor plan of people's soul, really. Mm. So um, it's one of my gifts, one of my tools in my toolkit. And astrology is so beautiful because it helps you understand who you are on a soul level, as well as person personality level, and um, use that to your highest good right? When you understand, oh, this is why I keep doing this. This is why I have tendencies for this. Then I can learn to get out of my way, right? And then also look at the cycles of your soul and to see what you're going through. So astrology has many, many layers to it. Mm -hmm. And I can't wait to dive into all of that because, you know, astrology is something I've always loved, but it's not my medicine. So yeah. I love to sit here with you and, you know, to really experience that because, and I think you say this a lot, but as within, so without, mm -hmm. right? There's no separation. Nothing. Um, and it's almost like, you know, beginning to to really help people understand that truth and and really to trust the unseen. Mm -hmm. Yeah, trust the unseen. So question, kind of fun fact question. Um, what what is what feels like your greatest passion right now? Oh, in life, you're saying just yes, with, yes. With business what's like light, just yeah, anything? what's lighting you up? What's lighting you up right now? Oh, um, my God, there's so many things. I'm moving more into connecting with people that have passed over so I can okay. help. Yeah, so I can yeah. help people that um, are struggling. You know, I want to give them some peace so that they can sleep at night. Um, I've I've always done this, but now I'm just moving into more of practicing this and connecting with more multidimensionality, um, which is the, when I connect more, my heart opens more. Yeah. And so it brings me the most joy because I'm in alignment with my soul. That's right. All right. I can't wait to talk more about alignment mm. and the energy forecast of this year. That's so beautiful. Yeah. That's actually a calling I'm feeling as well. Aww. So yeah. Yeah. So we will be back after a short break with Danielle and she's going to share all about the energy forecast of 2023 and what that means for us on an individual level as we continue to awaken these souls in human form. We'll be right back. Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America. Hosted by modern medicine woman and transpersonal psychotherapist, Lena Franklin, Medicine Wisdom is a radio talk show that will guide you on expansive journeys of transformation, inspiration, and powerful embodiment of your soul's purpose. We all have a medicine, a unique gift that's meant to flow through us and into the world. Wisdom comes when we transform the false aspects of our inner and outer lives in service of embodying the truth and light of our most expansive desires. Your heart-ignited desires are the access points into discovering who you are and why you're here on Earth. Medicine Wisdom, Monday at 10 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel. 
These days, everyone is looking for information on staying young, healthy, and fit. The Voice America Health and Wellness Network is here to help you on your quest to better health and a better you. We talk about everything from diet, fitness, and aging to substance abuse, personal growth, mental health, and much more. Learn from our experts who cover health and wellness from traditional and holistic perspectives. Tune in to the Voice America Health and Wellness Network. Healthy living starts here. Connect with us, and we'll connect with you. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is on LinkedIn. Get the first word about happenings with the network, where our next live event will be, and what's up with our hosts. Look up Voice America on LinkedIn. Welcome back to Medicine Wisdom with Lena Franklin. Have a question for Lena or her guests? Join us on the show at 866-472-5792. That's 866-472-5792. Now back to the show. Hello, welcome back to Medicine Wisdom. We are here with intuitive astrologer, Danielle Page, and we've been diving into stories of her awakening and how to really clear away density that's obstructing the light of your soul. And so we were getting kind of into the delicious richness of that. And she was sharing um, some about, you know, her medicine and the purpose and the Dharma that's moving through her. And so Danielle, I want to begin talking about the energy forecast for 2023, because I feel like over the past Year. I mean, it's been going on for years, but I feel especially over the past year, year and a half, it's felt like an energetic pressure cooker. And I've felt, you know, these, how can I say it, deeper layers of density, soul wounding, soul wounding being released through my inner work, through work with plant medicine, through my meditation work. Um, so what's, what's going on? <laughs> what's happening? Uh, and how can people continue to really move with the cycles of energy to continue this really expansion of collective consciousness as yeah. why we're all here. So, you know, there's so many things that I can say here. And so we can talk about this for hours. Um, I will say this, what we are going through as a collective, you know, I don't think that um, obviously we weren't around at other times, the avatar as Danielle, as avatar as you, right? So we don't know what it was like, but from based on the astrology and based on the consciousness, we are, there's so much light flooding to the planet and we are awakening. So mother Gaia is going through her awakening. You can say there's many different ways to say it. And we are assisting with that. So we are moving to higher states of consciousness. And so while that happens, the shadow comes out full force because it's just, it's exactly, it's like the macrocosm, um, microcosm to the macrocosm. So my story that we talked about before of me going through my journey and clearing out the beliefs and crying and, you know, not knowing that is what is happening on the collective level as well. So when 2020 happened, it was very clear to me right away. I know exactly why I went through my awakening when I did, I had to prepare to, to, be here to be able to help lead people because 2020 was a huge turning point and that was a massive awakening for humanity now 
you know, we can define awakening. I'm not saying that everyone has to get to a certain level and that means good or bad. I don't mean that at all. But as a whole, consciousness was opening up. People started seeing things, whether or not they saw it in, at first, you know, and then saw it later, people started seeing things. So I understood very clearly that I had to go through what I went through before so that I can help continue being there. You know, even in 2020, people were like, how are you so calm? And I'm like, well, if you went through what I went through and you can just see it happening now on a bigger level, like we got this, this is why we're here. So to answer your question, to begin with, we are, our consciousness is opening so much. We are in many ways, I feel like we are going back to consciousness level. We can talk about Lumeria, we can talk about, you know, ancient Egypt, some of what we know um, they might not have had, you know, internets and they might not have had TikTok and Instagram, but the consciousness level was higher. So I believe that we are going back to that and even surpassing that in many ways, right? That's going to take a long time. So because of that, what needs to happen with all this light flooding to the planet, you can almost just visualize And this. I'm just going to break this down in simple terms. The light comes through. What does it do? Flood your body. Well, light, what is it going to do with the density? It's like if you have light coming through and you have density here, it's going to shake this. It's going to rattle this. It's going to open this up. And then you have to deal with, okay, my mom did this when I was 10. I'm pissed off at the world because my dad did this, right? You know, like, the, you know, and it's not about blame, but this is about seeing these experiences that happen and what we did and we stored the trauma in our bodies. So you can see if you just go on Instagram, if you just go on TikTok, the way people yell at other people, these are trauma responses. People are not, we have not been taught as a collective how to feel our emotions, how to heal, how to process, how to not project onto other people. So my job is always going to be here because here I am helping people, right? Understand that we need to take responsibility for our own journey. It's nobody else's. And if I'm doing something online that someone doesn't like, it's not an invitation for them to yell at me or vice versa, right? And that's where the consciousness comes. So we can see that we are still in lower state of consciousness. And again, this is not a, it's not a throwing shade. It's just facts. Um, as a whole, humanity is in very, very deeply lower states of consciousness because we are in fear. We are in lack. We are in, we are in guilt. We are in greed. Um, and you don't have that in higher states of consciousness, but this was an experiment, if you call it, of coming to earth and moving from 3d, 4d, 5d, higher states of consciousness. And that's where we're at right now. So the astrology then, you know, it gives a framework for what is going on. And I just want to say this one thing in 2020, um, while it, why it was so, you know, jarring to us, um, there was a configuration of Saturn and Pluto, and those came together in what's called a conjunction. Now in 2019, I looked at the astrology for 2020 and everyone's like 2020 vision. You, you remember it like, yeah, yes, 2020 yes, yes. vision. It's going to be the best year of our life. Right. And so I looked at the astrology and at the time I was, I was doing more soul-based astrology. Like I wasn't forecasting and looking at transits, but I'm like, okay, let's see what's going on because everyone's talking about this. And when I looked at the astrology and I saw what was coming, I literally freaked out. And I remember doing a, a, I still have the video. It was November of 2019. I did a story on Instagram and I almost was a loss for words. I didn't know what to say to people. I said, you guys, the energy that's coming in is so massive and the universe is going to get our attention no matter what. And it's not going to be the 2020 vision like you guys think. I said, 2020 is going to be a shit show. And I said, I don't know how to break that to you um, because the reason why, and why I bring this in that ties into 2023 the astrology 
um, for 2020, it had some of the same frequency and the energy of World War One, World War II, um, 9-11. These two planets were in opposition. And, you know, the um, HIV AIDS pandemic um, that went out, it was under the same energy of the Saturn-Pluto conjunction um, with the same, which we're not going to get into it, but it's just notable, the same, you know, Fauci was in charge of that, Fauci is in charge of this. So it's very interesting when you see the cycles and you see the patterns, that's how you can see the energy that's going to happen. But what I do want to say, and this might be a higher level, but I want people to know the astrology does not tell you exactly what's going to happen. It's based on our consciousness where we're at, but based on our consciousness, which is pretty low overall. And I mean, I'm, I'm not trying to sound like I'm enlightened and everyone else is it. No, we're all still in lower states of consciousness as well. Um, you can see that it, and it is going to become a shit show, right? So you can see that because we're not all walking around ascended masters and I, I take care of my emotions and I don't project onto you. And, you know, there's, there's, it's not like there's no greed in politics, right? We, we live in this world that where that exists. So we can kind of understand what's going to happen. So once I saw that, that was a turning point of, okay, this is going to unfold. And what this really does is this shakes, rattle and rolls, and it does it on the physical plane. And then as above, so below on the physical plane, that means it's happening in internal as well. So this was a massive, a massive awakening. And, and again, we're not going to get too into the details, but I will say is that, you know, I don't know who they are. They higher ups, you know, people, there is wisdom and they use practices like astrology. They use numerology. They know cycles. And I have full body chills as I'm saying this, they understand cycles. They see the, um, the energy coming to earth, um, they see the shifts in the collective and, and they know that. And because of that, there are more programs that come in to keep us in lower states of consciousness, because when you are in fear yes. and when you are dependent on people, right, you obey. And there is a fear of moving. But the ironic part is the more you keep people in this, it's like the more we're going to implode. And if you actually allow people to move into higher states of consciousness, right, that's where peace is. So that is happening 2021, 2022, um, different astrology, different energy, but everything is very powerful right now. This is, it's impacting us greatly in ways that hasn't before. I'm not going to say in 2020, we started our awakening. This was just the massive um, awakening that was in our face. So 2023, there are a lot of things going on, and this is a real turning point. Before I started doing the astrology for 2023, um, I got a, a vision in my head, and it, it was walking down a hallway, and there were doors, and then we open up these doors, and then we walk in, and then we walk into completely different rooms that we've never been. And so this showed me that we're literally moving from one transition to another and going into different states of consciousness. So that when I started looking at the astrology, it started making sense. We have two outer planets changing signs this year and outer planets are collective energy. So we feel them, you know, when Venus changes signs or the moon changes signs, sun changes signs, we feel it of course, but it's not, it's not a big deal. When the outer planets change signs, we feel them on a collective level. They are collective lessons for humanity. And so what's, the most notable thing that's happening this year is Pluto is moving into Aquarius. Okay. So Pluto is a planet. It was a planet, not a planet, dwarf planet went back to, I mean, it doesn't matter whatever you want to call it. It's an energy and vibration and you still feel it. 
It is um, the vibration of deep transformation. It pulls things out. It's rebirth. Um, it's, it's death, you know, metaphorical, um, and it is about empowerment. So it's going to bring you to your knees. It's going to ring you out and it's going to have you rise like the Phoenix. So Pluto is a powerful planet. It is moving into Aquarius and it has not been there since the industrial revolution. This is so important because this gives us astrologers and anyone else who understands this energy an indication of what's going to happen. And if you think about what happened, and again, I don't know every detail on history, but if you think about just the main thing about the industrial revolution, what did it do? We have assembly lines, right? We have things being built. You know, it, it was a huge shift in humanity going from where we were before to, um, you know, people doing this, um, things getting yes. mass production, right? Yes. Yes. Um, that was a huge turning point for us as a collective. I'm not saying good or bad. It doesn't matter. I'm just stating what it did. Okay. So Pluto now moving into Aquarius, since it hasn't been there since around 1777, 1778, whenever that was, um, with our consciousness now, you can look around, look at AI, look at our iPhones, look at what we have. This is going to be the most massive. I, you know, I, I said this on my 2023 astrology forecast, which is still available. You can purchase two hour journey about all this. I said, I can't even tell you exactly what's going to happen because it's beyond my scope of consciousness right now. Mm. I don't have the answers. I don't think everyone has the answers because this technology is not even here yet. And some of it right. is with AI and what they're doing. But if you just look at the pattern of what happened in the industrial revolution, and now with the consciousness and the technology that we have, it's going to exponential growth. Like we're literally jumping off. I will add this. When Pluto first moves into a sign, it's about destruction. It's about pulling out the shadow of what doesn't work. So, you know, there's something here. What's going to happen? I don't know. I don't have every answer. But because Aquarius is technology and internet, you know, space travel, all this higher consciousness, there could be something interesting that happening with internet. Can the internet go out? I mean, I don't know. Do I have the answer for that? Can it there be a blackout? You know, and this is not conspiracy. This is literally just understanding with energy. The reason why I say that is when Pluto moved into Capricorn in 2008, what happened in 2008, 2009, the banking, the financial systems, recession, Capricorn is top-down government. It is the old structures. Pluto came in and said, we got to pull out these structures and destroy mm -hmm. them that they're not working. Yeah. So my point of this is when Pluto goes into a new sign, it's going to pull something out and yank it out. So Pluto moves in. I have the date here. There's so many dates. It's hard to remember. March 23rd of this year of 2023. So we are already feeling Pluto moving in. It's already starting. As Pluto climbs the mountain, that's when the energy happens. But as it gets closer to March 23rd, we're going to feel that. Now, what I want to say for people that don't fully know astrology, it doesn't mean on March 23, the sky falls. Definitely, we could fe be feeling a lot of energy, but once it moves in, then you have all this energy, then it's just going to continue. It's, it's almost like the wrecking ball just keeps going, right? So, but I like to give people dates because so you know, this is the marker. So we're approaching it. So we are going to see an exponential growth in technology and AI like we've never seen. I mean, I even posted something on my Instagram. Uh, they have all these computer generated people. And yes, their teeth looked a little weird. Their hands looked a little funny. But if you're just scrolling through, I, I mean, it honestly looked like me and you. Yeah. So 
we are at this turning point of what is real and what's not. And one of the major themes came in for me was discernment. Mm -hmm. Discernment this year, right? Whether it's AI, whether it's technology, whether what we're seeing, there's going to be a lot more people opening up. So it's really about discernment. What are we doing? How are we moving through? How are we navigating? And again, this is not about being scared and waiting for the ball to drop. It's just an understanding that this is where we're at and there are things that are going to happen. Yeah. Right. And so this is a huge turning point. If you think about Pluto has not been in Aquarius since the industrial revolution. And also I think that was the French uh, and American revolution. So huge, huge turning point, you know, in about a year and two years from now, I mean, life is not, not going to look anything like it does now. And again, and that's just the reality. And listen, I'm not, I'm not one to be like, oh, I just, you know, hook myself up to a cloud and I don't want to think for myself, right? I'm not jumping on that bandwagon, but I'm also understanding that it's going to happen whether you like, I'm not saying we're going to be hooked up, but technology moving forward is going to happen. So that's where the discernment comes in, right? Mm -hmm. And this is where we need to connect with our soul because now it's before it was the fear and the propaganda. And now it's like, oh, the computers are going to take over your mind, right? And to some that might sound very far-fetched and out there, but it's not at all because they are taking over your mind and they don't want you to think for yourself. Right. Thank you. I'm just like soaking it in. (laughs) It's a lot. Like my whole body is like, you know, vibrating and the energy. Um, Discernment. Mm -hmm. As all of this is evolving so rapidly. And thank you for explaining more about Pluto. I knew there was a Pluto thing happening that really gives it some, some depth and context. How, like when you think about even your own relationship with discernment and how you practice that tangibly on a day-to-day basis, mm-hmm. what does that look like? Like, what does that internally, what does that look like externally? What does that look like when it comes to making choices in your life as this energy is moving? Share some about that if you would. To me, it is all about coming back to my heart and listening to my soul. Mm -hmm. And, you know, in a world where there is, again, and I'm not against TikTok and we all need to dance and have fun and all about letting loose. But the reality is in a world where, you know, everyone is just glued to their phone, TikTok dances, people doing stupid stuff, you know, for likes, it's a distraction. Yeah. Okay. So we have to work with that because that's not going away and that's there. So it's about listening to your soul, you know, and here's an example, and this is, this is a small minor thing, but it's just a good example of how I work through this. So I'm possibly looking to move. Um, you know, it's kind of, you know, moving is a big ordeal. And I'm like, do I have the energy to even do this right now with other stuff going on? It's like, we have to pick and choose where, what we want in life and what our values are. Um, and then, so I found this place and long story short, you know, there was many great things about it, but I didn't know if it was the place. And so what I did is I really sat with myself. And then one morning, just the other day, that place when you wake up and it's like, you're not fully awake yet, but you're kind of in that state. I was awake enough to know, okay, picture myself in the bedroom, in my bed. How do I feel? Picture myself waking up, walking out, going onto the porch, cooking in the kitchen. How do I feel? Is this my place? And it could have been, But there was something, and I don't know exactly why, because we don't always need to know. There was something that was like, no, that's not it. It's not it. So again, that was a simple thing with a house. It's not, you know, like make or break you. It's not the end of the world. 
But the more I felt into it with my body versus my mind and saw how my body reacted, that told me the truth of the situation. So with discernment, it's really about connecting with your heart, Mm -hmm. connecting with your soul, being still enough and quiet enough to listen. And, And stillness can be dancing for someone. It can be painting. It doesn't mean you have to sit like a monk, right? And and freeze. It's more just like get rid of the external distractions, be in your flow state, whatever that means to you. And then your soul speaks to you. Our soul is speaking to us all day long. I just went in the shower and I had a question about something else. And I was like, okay. I was like, soul, let's talk about this. I'm like, there's something I'm missing. I, I got some questions. I'm like, let, let, let's do this. You know, like, is that totally. how I, that's yes. I have this relationship, you know? And I'm like, okay, let, let's see this because something is not, I'm not seeing something I'm getting right. in my way. Right. So communication with your soul mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. listening is the most important thing. You know, I can charge $80 billion for a masterclass and teach you a lot of things. Or I can tell you right now for free, if you listen to your soul, you will be guided. I hope everyone like took that straight in, straight in, straight in that listening. And as you were sharing, Danielle, the, it's almost like the reverse learning. Like we're taught to think our way into healing, like that hyper, hyper masculine energy of striving and thought. And yes, we need that. But when we shift that to that bottom up, I call it the bottom up, like embodied practice of listening and being versus like trying to force, right? Flow versus force like that. That's the key. That's the portal. And I, and we can do that anywhere and, you know, and our practice and, and I love that our practice can look any way, whether it's painting or meditation or dance or what have you. Yeah. It's just, Yeah. No, I was going to say for those of you tuning in, it's like really inviting you to ask your soul, like tune into your heart. Your heart is your portal into your soul. Yes. Tune into your heart and ask your soul, what do you need in order to continue this, you know, this evolution journey of aligning your human life with the essence of who you are? at soul level. And that may be more, more dance. Like for me, so funny, we, um, we actually had here at East, we had this private ceremonial dance event on Saturday. And it was like the, for me, it was such pure medicine. Cause one of the messages I kept getting was like, you need to dance. Spirit was like, you need to dance. You need to let loose. Like you need to be free in your body. And I, you know, I have a yoga practice and meditation practice, but it was that like unconstricted yeah. movement yeah. that I needed. And the healing I received on Saturday was like, woof. I mean, I could cry talking about it now, mm-hmm. but it was because of that message coming yeah. from the soul and from, from source, from spirit. So I love, yeah. I love in the shower, wherever, wherever you want to ask, wherever, wherever. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We need to add play. Um, I definitely yes. by nature can be a workaholic. Like that is cause I actually love what I do. And I love organizing. I love working. I love producing. Like I, I do love it. Um, but I also love to play. I love to travel. And so that's one thing that's been coming up and spirit is definitely sharing is we all need to play more. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes. Big message. Yeah. So I know you live at the ocean. So yes. for you play, I feel like ocean energy is like so conducive to play. Yes. Yeah. It's a very different energy. And that's part of why I wanted to move here on the ocean. You know, I'm from California. So I 
five minute car ride to the beach, but living literally on the ocean, very different experience. Mm -hmm. And I wanted to do that. I wanted to let my hair be frizzy curly a lot, which it is. <laughs> Welcome to Miami. Yes. You know, it's like, okay, so my hair is like wild today. And I, I wanted that. Yeah. I wanted to, that's part of why I moved here too, is to have the experience of just being more wild and mm -hmm. um, untamed in many ways, because that's our, that's where we can hear more, right? When we're trying to control and, you know, sometimes like I have to be in boss mode or sometimes I have to be in my masculine and, and that's okay. There's all this shame going around. It's like, don't be in your masculine. No, no, no. We, we got both yes. and it's beautiful, but also it's understanding when it is important to play and let loose. And, you know, I, again, that's why I moved here is I wanted and it might sound so trivial to someone else, but I'm like, no, me having frizzy hair that's literally doesn't look good was part of why I moved here yes. to be okay. And it's not mm -hmm. like, oh, I can't walk out with frizzy hair. It's just being that embodiment of being wild. And yes. I wanted that. I wanted oh, that. Although my hair yes. is good today because I got it blown out. A I was like, bit. it looks really tame. Yeah, no, today. today it looks good. But um, and it looks good <laughs> otherwise, but I wanted that lioness energy. Mm -hmm. I just wanted that feminine like full expression and it is i go in the beach i go in the water come back up you know have friends over we're dancing and it's it's fun next up i need to get some drums we gotta go yes. get some drums on the beach yeah oh my gosh yes yeah. yes 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 oh i mean like what you're sharing it's really speaking to me like it's really speaking to the symbology of our lives and like nothing is insignificant whether it's you know, how we envision our hair as we're moving through our day or, you know, I know you were very guided to Miami and to be yes. in that particular energy and be in that particular environment. And so, you know, going back to what you're sharing around tuning into your heart, as you've cultivated this, because obviously you have a very intimate relationship with your heart energy and your heart and your soul, you know, we're not perfect, but it's, it's the predominant guide in your life, clearly. How would you share with our listeners the deepening of that? Like, what is that? You know, maybe it's it's certain ways that you practice daily, but we're so, the programming is so entrenched. It's so dense, right? So what are some, some other ways people can cultivate that intimacy, that connection with their heart energy? Yeah. I mean, I think if you're, we're really starting, if we're starting from the beginning, just even having the awareness of, oh, I don't even know what that is, or I don't know how to connect with it. That's a start. And that's yeah. beautiful. And, you know, it's not about being perfect. It's because a lot of people don't start because they don't know what to do, but it's just saying the moment you have the awareness of, oh, I don't know if I'm connected to my heart or I don't even know what that means. That's great because that means you're already opening up other doors, open up other avenues, open up other states of consciousness and awareness to say, oh, let me see how I do this. So you're starting to expand. You're starting to open up because mm -hmm. imagine, you know, going through life and not even having a conversation like this and having that awareness, you know, you're, you're very, it's limited. So what we want is expansion and be like, oh, I didn't even know what that means. Okay. That's an awareness. So there's an opening. So understanding that as a first step, and then, you know, 
one of the things and what my membership that's open right now and doors close on Friday for my membership, it's a lifestyle membership. It's an upgrade because I learned over the years, I've been doing this for 14 years now, and I love astrology, but astrology is one component. The other component is health. I went through a major health crisis. I learned about mind, body, soul connection. I learned about trauma in the body. I learned about emotions. Um, you know, what are we doing on a daily basis? How are we living? Um, what is our routine like? Um, what is the food we're eating? So it becomes a lifestyle. So start looking around at your lifestyle and start seeing what's working, what's not. And then start the moment you're seeing, okay, something's not working. You're starting to build this connection with your soul because that's your soul speaking to you. Mm -hmm. So I think a lot of people think like they're going to have this like big come to Jesus moment where, you know, your soul is like, Hey, Hey bitch, you got to do this. You know, <laughs> it's like, sure that could happen, but it's not like that. It's subtle, soft whispers in your mind that are already there. Like, you know, it's like you're driving and it's like, go right. Yeah. Go left. Talk to this person. Right go here, go, go order this, right? It's these subtle things. That's your soul speaking to you. So again, it's having the awareness and then coming in and connecting with your heart. And um, every month I do full moon virtual circles and I talk about the astrology and then we go deep into healing work. And it's about connection with soul. It's about like, that is the basis of my work because the more you connect with your soul, the more your consciousness opens, the more you have choices, the more you have opportunities in life. Mm -hmm. So asking your heart how he or she feels, yeah, right? Yeah. Your heart is not a gender, but whatever it is that works for you, right? Mm -hmm. So how do you feel? What do you need? How can I support you, right? And you start building that relationship with your heart. It's also building that relationship with your inner child. And, yes. you know, I, I did a post or I have a post that I'm going to post later, but we are all wounded little children walking around with adult costumes on, right? Until yes. we learn to release that every single person. We all have wounds. Listen, I've done so much healing work and I still have shit in my field, right? Nobody is perfect. It's not about that. So it's recognizing when those things come up and clearing them so that we could become lighter, right? So it's this real love and compassion with self. Like, you know, I hear so many times People are like, I'm so mad at myself that I did this. I, I did this. I'm beating myself up. And I'm like, why would you even take the energy to beat yourself up? You already did that. You're already stuck in a situation, right? Or you feel like you're stuck in a situation. So then why are you going to add, this is the human journey. This is the free will. Why are you going to add that layer of shame and guilt and blame on yourself when it's like, if you would have had a higher awareness or more awareness, you wouldn't have done that. So you did exactly what you needed to do with the state of consciousness and where you're at and the lesson right. that you needed. So be thankful that I see it now and then you can move through it. Fire. <laughs> Fire. Yes. And that's, I think that, I mean, that cultivates compassion, doesn't it? As yes. when we see, okay, I chose that relationship. I chose to be in that misaligned job. I chose to be in that moment of pain and suffering because my soul needed that lesson. Yes. And that was the level of consciousness I was at at that yeah. time. And that's okay. That's okay. We all do that's stuff. Okay. That's why we're here. We're right. Literally, we here chose to, to come here to do that. I so, think about yeah. some of the people I dated in my 20s and how I acted with them. And I'm like, <laughs> I and I almost like, I just like have compassion. I'm like, oh my God, that girl was, oh, she was hurting. I have compassion. Yes. I don't like yell at myself for that. I'm like, oh God. Uh, I'm like, okay, okay, okay. We moved on. You know, thank God I can see that now. I have compassion yeah. for that, that moment in time. Right. Right. Exactly. And, and so like, as you're doing this work, 
clearly it's also, I mean, I know you do a lot of beautiful inner child work and it's about like reclaiming those aspects that have been fragmented and in our human experience, this heroic human journey, like none of us are exempt from that pain Mm -hmm. and suffering because we create our own suffering, but that's, you know, we're here to do that in order to learn the lesson. And sometimes it, you know, it's not a linear path, so it can be so cyclical that compassion is so key. So key. It's so key. It's like, like why so are we going to beat ourselves up when you already feel like shit? You yeah. know, I like to say, if your child came to you and it, granted, there's going to be lots of parents on here. It's like my child and stuff. And it drives me crazy. I get that. But also if, you know, your child's a toddler and they did something and they just didn't know, I mean, are you going to yell at them? Or are you right. going to understand that they did not have the awareness? Mm-hmm. And when you could bring that compassion into yourself, that is true self-love. It's not it's not about getting a manicure and a pedicure, which I love getting facials. Like that's great. I mean, take care of your physical body for sure. But that's surface level. Can you embody the self-love? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. My uh, my Buddhist teachers would say that's an aspirational practice because we we perpetually forget all the time, but that's it. It's like coming back to yourself, coming back to self-love over and over and over. Practice, yeah. the practice of life. It is. The That's why they call life. it a spiritual practice. That's right. That's right. So I, I'm curious. I have a question for you. Yeah. For people tuning in. So when it comes to, you know, the energy this year, you talked about Pluto, you talked about what's happening in the collective. What are one or two of the most important lessons you feel like people need to know? Yeah. Or you invite them to take in maybe number one. Yeah. Number one, what I'm seeing this across the board with so many people going through divorce that you wouldn't have expected. And what I'm seeing with that is the truth is going to come out Mm. if things are not in alignment. So, you know, I don't know exactly how to answer your question, but it's being okay with change Mm-hmm. and understanding and trusting that it's for your for your path no matter what and being flexible with this change because it might not look like how you had it intended you know i know people that were planning their life and now they're going through with their partner and now they're going through divorce and while you have to grieve and you you need to go through the human process of that the more you can surrender to this change and understand that the truth is being revealed no matter what, the easier it's going to be. And it's not an easy lesson, right? I'm going through stuff now and I'm like, oh, I have to keep surrendering. I'm like, okay, okay, okay. You know, but reminding yourself that there's more to this. So being malleable, being flexible, change is happening quickly this year. Yeah. Beautiful. Thank you so much. I, this conversation was so beautiful, so powerful, and I'm grateful to connect with you. So in the next um, few seconds, so share about what you have going on. How can people connect with you and learn more about the work that you share with the world? Yes. So you can follow me on Instagram at I am Danielle Page, P-A-I-G-E. Please be aware there's a lot of fake accounts of me. I'm never going to DM you and ask you for a reading. It's not me. Um, So make sure you're following the right. I am Danielle Page. 
And um, right now my membership is launching. It is, I included my full moon virtual circles that I've been doing for eight, nine years. They are upgrades every month. I have other offerings in them and the price point I kept so low because I understand I'm here for the masses and this work needs to get out. So this is like a backbone to your life. So I'm there. We have an app. I give you downloads throughout the week of things to keep you on track. And um, it's beautiful. So it's called Cosmic Body Collective. And um, doors close on Friday. I would love for you to join. Amazing. Danielle, thank you so much for your medicine. Thank you. And for those of you tuning in, tune in next week. Our guest will be the incredible medicine woman, Mother Jaguar. And remember, the world needs the gifts only you have. What is your medicine? Thanks for tuning in to this week's episode of Medicine Wisdom with Lena Franklin. We hope today's episode was educational and helpful. Until we talk again next week, have a fabulous week.